to the Token and Hop Show on the Roads to Liberty Network. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Token and Hop Show on the Roads to Liberty Network. I am your host, Token, joined with my partner in crime, Mr. Hobbs, over there. And today uh, we have a Nobody wants to hear from you, Hop. Stop talking. We want to hear from our special guests. We got we have a special guest host today, Caitlin Cloven from the Think Liberty Podcast. What is up, Caitlin? Not much. Not much. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. You know, we like to get some special guests on here every once in a while just to mix things up so I don't have to listen to Hobbs all the time rant and rave about the latest Alex Jones theory. Oh, uh, you're an Alex Jones just, fan. I'm a huge Alex Jones fan. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I know. I, he, I should I should have wanted, you on. Um, we do a conspiracy theory episode like once every couple months. We should have you on the next one. That'd please, be a lot of fun. Yes. Do it. Yes. My co-host will He's, love that. His, the conspiracy theory episodes are his fa- absolute favorite. So. He was right. trying to get Alex Jones on the show. He's like, hey, we'll get Alex Jones on, and then we'll take a road trip up to Canada to talk about this dude trying to get these ladies to wax. We can get Alex Jones oh, to road trip to Canada. Yeah. Yes. That's, yes. That's a fun story. Oh, yeah. We did, a, we did a whole 40 minutes on that. It was the most hilarious thing we've ever done. But I told him, I'm like, if you can get Alex Jones to go on a road trip with us to Canada, I'm totally in. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think so. Well, nope. I think uh, I think Liberty Hangout is pretty friendly with him. Could yes, yes. Uh, Caitlin <laughs> Bennett does uh, quite a few things for uh, yeah. for Alex. Didn't she poop her yeah. pants? Isn't that like the yes, big thing? Yes, she did. She did. <laughs> I think there's a tag group on Facebook called like remember when Caitlin Bennett pooped her pants at a party or something. <laughs> I gotta I've go look for that. Times, it's great. I gotta I gotta go join that. It's group. funny because now like every single thing she says, every Twitter screenshot, every dumb opinion she has, everyone is just all over it. Like, hey, didn't you poop your pants? <laughs> why would you keep why can't you guys just forget about that already? Right. <laughs> all right, hey. so we got we got a we got a good show for you today. Just remember uh, th- these shows they always go up every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central on our Facebook page. So if you're listening to this on one of our podcast platforms or watching on YouTube, if you want to be a part of the show, you got to watch the live stream and you got to comment on it, and we can read your questions aloud on the show. So if you want to be a part of the show, that's how you do it. I think our first the first thing we wanted to talk about today is a subject that's near and dear to my heart. There was recently a convention of Democratic Socialists of America. Now, you'll remember that this is the group that kind of branched off from the Bernie Sanders movement. You know, sort, sort of like how the Tea Party kind of grew out of the Ron Paul movement and then went off and I don't became know. its own No, DSA has been around for a long time. It has, but the only, the only time it became, like, really popular is once Bernie Sanders came out there. and did his thing. So now it's full of, of Bernie bros. But they had a convention in Atlanta, and I'm very sad that it was in Atlanta because I would have loved to sit in on this thing. Because watching the video clips come out of here, it's absolutely hilarious. So here's what we're going to do. I got an eight-minute clip of the best of moments from the Democratic <laughs> Socialists of America conference. <laughs> Oh my god, if you guys haven't seen this, it's pure comedy gold and you guys are gonna enjoy this. So I'm I'm going to I'm gonna bring the that's right. If you're watching live, I've just brought the video up on screen. I'm gonna play it and we're gonna talk about it because this is probably any uh any chair's worst nightmare when it comes to running a meeting. Cause the shit they go through. I thought the LNC right. was bad. Like this right. is this is real bad. This is like, next level bad. You haven't even started the video yet, and I'm looking at this guy and I'm say, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like one of those like safari tourists. Hey, he's he's yeah. he's got the red he's got the red scarf and the paisley button down, and he's wearing like the the Chinese military surplus OD green jacket. 
the only thing he's missing is a set of uh, thick rimmed glasses and some type of ironic hat. And he'd be like, if Portland, Oregon was a human. And he's got this walkie, he's got this radio just sticking out of his pocket right there. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's ready for shit to go down. This dude, he's like apparently like the head of security for this event. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's just get into this, shall we? And uh, if you guys need me to pause it because you got something you want to say, let me know. I will not hesitate to pause it because listening to this for more than five minutes at a time will give you ear cancer. So fair warning to everybody. All right, let's go. First of all, in this room, I see that no one's clapping for me. It could be because I'm not engaged. Jazz hands! It's because everyone's doing jazz hands. And that's really important because those loud bursts of noise, even though this is a noisy space, when we can do something like reducing that, that's really important. True story. This guy's actually French, and this is just kind of how they do it. If you are using a microphone, talk into it directly like I am right now, and do not wave your face back and forth because people cannot hear you. See, I thought this moment was going to get the outrage mob against him, because here is this man, this man, coming in and telling a woman how to talk and move her head. This How is dare you mansplain that microphone, sir? Peak well, patriarchy right there. I, I cannot I believe that he just did that. I don't want to assume Z's gender, though. So <laughs> <laughs> You're right, you're right. All right, let's keep going. Okay, awesome. Uh, can I reiterate that we, uh, for the sake of our comrades who have sensory issues, refrain from hissing, loudly shouting out your opinion on a vote, or waving banners and signs that don't talk everybody at a convention you retards are gonna have a hard time with your violent communist revolution if you can't stand clapping <laughs> gunshots are a lot hard a lot a lot higher in decibels than claps just amazing let's <laughs> let's listen to a little bit more because this is eight minutes long we gotta get through this your vote in yeah. front of people Look at them! They're all waving their hands! Point of privilege? You better check that privilege. privilege. Uh, I just want to remind people to watch their tone of voice while discussing this very heated topic. Um, I noticed that some of the individuals from the disability working group were looking incredibly stressed out. Why don't you let them talk for themselves? Because that's the entire, like, baseline of the modern regressive left, is you have to take offense on someone else's behalf. I mean, seriously. I'm seriously. If, if these guys are on the verge of tears and getting stressed out because of hissing and noise, let them say so. Why are you taking it upon yourself to, to talk on their behalf when they are quite capable of doing that? Just let them talk. I'm going to need more beer. I'm going to need something stronger than beer. Roll it. Possibly on the verge of tears. Um, and I know that people feel very strongly of this about this, but uh, keep, keep in mind, focus on the content of what you're saying and watch the tone that you say it with. Uh, Point of privilege. Oh my goodness. This is, this is really, really annoying me. I don't understand what's going on in this. Oh, they just, let's, let's just keep going. Let's get on through yeah. this. Uh, this is Madison, she, her from Harrisburg. Um, I just wanted to remind people that, um, like I know at, during the last one we voted not to take that extra five minutes, but I just wanted to remind people that some people have issues processing things and it would be, uh, we're just perpetuating uh, ableism by not allowing people the time to look at uh, to consider resolutions that previously weren't on the agenda and then were amended onto one that was so hey guys having to think quickly annoys me let's hold up this entire convention so that you can cater to my disabilities and make sure that I have a chance to talk this is this is like literally a pack of retards that's basically what, what she's saying. <laughs> we got a convention of retarded people. <laughs> and we need to slow everything down. No, that's exactly what this is. They're literally saying that they're, they they cannot keep up with the course of a conversation. And therefore, you need to you stop everything you're doing and cater to us. Hey, Caitlin, can you hear us? 
Yeah, she okay. can hear us. We just can't hear her. Ah, uh, unfortunately. You know, I, I was, I was, I was beginning to think that she was just speechless at the stupidity that we're witnessing here, but it's we're having technical issues. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, hey, hey Caitlin, try, try leaving and coming back, and now I'll bring you back into, I'll back from the lobby and into the live stream. So we're gonna keep going. Uh, yeah, just try exiting out and coming back using the same link we had. So we're we're gonna we're gonna press on ahead. We're gonna press on ahead and uh, see how much of this we can get through before we all die of ear cancer. Just keep that in mind going forward, please. Thank you. Okay, thanks. A personal privilege. Um, Check that. Some of us came from very far away. We're here to vote on stuff. So what are we going to do about all of the rest of the stuff that we have to vote on? Because some of us have planes to catch. Check your privilege. You came on a plane? You afforded an air ticket, you privileged bitch? Check Some it. Some people had the to rest walk uphill in the snow 15 miles to get there. Some some of us some of us can't afford a plane ticket. Some of us have to hitchhike our way here. Some of us are just too mentally ill to understand what's going on. So <laughs> check your privilege, lady. Caitlin, can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we Woo! can. All right. Oh, wait. I'm so right. saying you missed like, out. Um, jazz hands. This is very triggering to us. <laughs> I need to watch my tone, too. That's what I don't get about this whole thing. It's like, hey, watch your tone. Like, no, if you can't discuss political ideas and, and be okay with people having emotion about it, like, you're probably in the wrong business. Right, especially in the current political climate. Like, if even talking, even about talking how... to my friends, like things get heated and like we yell at each other, and then like you suck it up because you're an adult. Like, I don't hey, know. someone just jazz hands at us. So I'm gonna jazz hand back at them. Hi, Carl. Thank you for the <laughs> thank you for the jazz hand. No, that, that's yes. that's the thing about it. Politics is a game of passion. People get passionate about this stuff because it's important. It affects people's lives in a very real way. So they're going to get passionate about it. They're going to get loud. Okay? Yep. That's normal. Right? And and, and, and like I, I'm not I'm not trying to be like insensitive to those who have issues with that. Like I totally get it. Like I have, you know, ADHD and I have issues with like sensory stuff. I totally get it, but I'm not asking everyone else to change for me. Like if I have an issue, I leave the room. Like they it's a very simple solution to this, but it is a democratic socialist of America. Well, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm everyone else needs to change for them. I'm being insensitive because I'm an asshole. I'm well, totally yeah. not, not going to hide <laughs> that at all. Now, Mercedes says, this is why you have beer. Like I said, hell yeah. Beer is not strong enough for this nonsense. I know. I, I, I would have hard. to be, I would have to be very much intoxicated in order to sit through one of these things in person. I had to be very much intoxicated to sit through an LNC meeting or at the convention last year. Like, I can only imagine I believe. how yeah. fucked up I'd have to be for a DSA committee meeting. That all I believe. Money, all of the money I saved on a hotel room down to the 2016 convention, I ended up wasting on beer because I did have to be drunk for most of it, too. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's play this some more and see what we get. Tomorrow, and we can't just reschedule it until we don't have money to. Socialists who don't have money. Socialists need money. <laughs> this is like the only reasonable chick in this whole thing. Her talking, like, hey, can we not drag this out like for days on end because of everyone's special little issues? Like, we have to fly home. She's the only reasonable one. <laughs> That's, See, that's what you get from this clip, but I can guarantee that she's got some type of little bugaboo hiding back there. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing about it. What, what, what we're missing from this, this little best of clip is some context because they take forever to vote on anything because the minute one person stops talking, some asshole has a point of personal privilege that they just have to get out there and they have to bring the whole thing to a screen so that they can talk about their trigger warnings, 
They can talk about how they don't want gendered language. They can talk about how the air conditioning is too high or too low. The ceiling is, is triggering them. Whatever the case may be, every five seconds, they're stopping the whole thing. They talk about some unrelated bullshit. Well, I think that's just political party conventions for you. Because that was, I mean, that was a lot of the LNC, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things have gotten I, since I just I really hate parliamentary procedure, like with a burning passion. <laughs> so, and, and watching any kind of committee or convention or whatever use you know Robert's rules and point of order, point of privilege, it's just like that's the most triggering thing for me. <laughs> All right, let's keep like going just say here. what you need to say and be done with it. I don't know. Personal privilege. Some of us have just certain disabilities that do not allow us to stay in here for hours on end debating these resolutions. We need some sort of a break. We need to call it a day because some of us need time to recharge. We cannot go on like this forever. I am one of them. This is what we are talking Then leave. Go home. Lack of accessibility in TSA. We need to take these into consideration, people. Can you imagine doing this forever? <laughs> I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the manner in which we're proceeding here because we just had a, a comrade come and share Well, here's the context we're missing. So what they're talking about right now in this clip is a consent clause, I, I believe. They're talking about their platform on sex work. So one one comrade got up and shared a very brutal story about her personal experience as a call girl and how it turned to a violent act against her. And it is a very, very heart-wrenching story. I'm not going to take anything away from her for it. But then she goes into, this is why we shouldn't legalize sex work, because I had a bad experience trying it out. And now everybody in the, it's funny because now everybody there, everybody there is suddenly like, oh, a, a, a female person of color just came out and said that our platform is wrong. We can't tell her that she's wrong. So what the hell are we going to do now? So they're in a conundrum. Now they don't know what don't, to do or say. I don't understand the problem with telling people of color or minorities or whatever that their opinion is wrong. It's not saying you're wrong as a person. It's just saying, hey, there's another side to this. I'm sorry you had a traumatic experience, but the facts are that it lowers when it's legalized. You, like You can present them with facts and not be insulting like to the who they are as a person. I don't, I don't nope. understand that part of identity that's, politics and that's because you're that's because you're just a privileged honky and you need to check that right now i mean i guess <laughs> Where, hey, where's your honk little horn dude why aren't you why aren't you there you go <laughs> oh boy <laughs> if i known that you were a racist i would have never invited you on here <laughs> you can't no, that's the thing though like wrong. i I understand where they're coming from. Like, I, I get the whole white privilege thing. Like, I do recognize that I have privilege. And it's, I think privilege is the wrong word. I think it should be, like, the standard that everyone should be held to. But I do recognize that my race hasn't affected things that have happened to me. Like, I get that. But that doesn't mean you have to, you know, use baby gloves for everything you do when you're you know, talking to people of color or talking to other minorities or classes or whatever. I just, I don't get the whole personal into political thing. It's weird to me. No, I, ab I absolutely despise that nonsense because what it does is it makes babies out of minorities. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, tr you must be traumatized by some, some racial past that has just hurt you so much. And like, no, no, you're just being a condescending well, asshole. Just well, it's still condescending. Like, even if even if they've gone through some horrific, you know, event in their life that had to do with their race or they were victimized in some way because of it, it's still condescending as hell because it minimizes that. 
And it's like, oh, yeah, I know, like, you know, you're, you're a minority, so it must really suck for you. Like, yeah, you know, it does, but it still just ignores all of the, you know, personal stuff. Like, it, it, I don't know, to me, it seems like you're just writing people off and saying, oh, yeah, well, you have to agree with us because we're obviously the only ones who care about you. It just dehumanizes people. Right. It goes back to that whole uh, being offended on someone's behalf and it takes away people's individual agency and it just automatic. It's, it's that bigotry of low expectations where it's just like, oh, you are X, Y, and Z, therefore yes. you are automatically oppressed. It's like, um, no, I make my own decisions for good. Have you read a lot of uh, Thomas, Sowell? Thomas Sowell? I do love Thomas Sowell. Me too. He's pretty his, uh, his book, Discriminations and Disparities, was fantastic, and I recommend everybody read it, like, three times. <laughs> See, here, here's the thing. I absolutely love the ability to play that minority card on the left and the military card on the right, because they never expect it. They never expect it. it. It's the funniest thing, like, oh, because, like, a lot of people look at me, and they think, oh, you're white passing, or, oh, he must be white. But no, once you get to like see me in person, yeah, it's pretty obvious I'm Hispanic. It's 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 not a hard thing to see if if you're, you know, actually have eyes and you get to see me in person. But here's the thing about it, I get to fucking use that card on leftists all the time, and they don't know what the hell to do. It's like your last oh, no, name because you don't fit in that neat little box. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's all politics is nowadays. It's like putting people in these neat little boxes. And if you fall outside of that box in any way, you get called every name in the book, whether it's some racially charged name or, you know, you're a Nazi sympathizer. And, you know, I'm not trying to downplay the existence of Nazism because, like, it's a thing. Like, obviously, it's a thing. But I do think that that's overused quite a bit. No, it is. And here's the thing about it. I, in a perfect world, race, gender, any of that stuff that you can't control of yourself would never come into the conversation at all. We'd all just be people. That's how I would like to look at everybody. But a lot of people, especially on the on the, on the social justice stuff, they like to put people in boxes. Oh, you're, you're in this box, you're in that box, and your opinion only matters in so far as what box you fall into. And this goes for the right, too, because you get, I, I, oh, yeah, I was in the military on the right all the time, and they don't know what the hell to do once you pull that on Honestly, them. I think, I think the right is worse about it. Like, here's the thing. they have their boxes, they have their different boxes than the left, but I think the right is worse at dehumanizing and putting people in these, you know, neat little boxes and losing their ever-loving minds if you don't fit in that category. Like, all millennials are always stuck on their phones. They hate millennials. Millennials ruin everything. That's mostly a right-wing thing. And then you have, you know, if you don't stand for the flag, then you hate America and anyone well, who we're, is... We're gonna get we're gonna get to that later, guys. There's a very yeah, and anyone left of Reagan about. is, you know, a communist. Like, I think the right is pretty bad at it, too. Oh, yeah, they're both pretty bad. They're both all into identity politics. Yeah. But the right will deny it, and the left will be condescending about it. Okay, let's, let's, uh, yeah. let's, let's get through this video. It's called Horseshoe Theory. I mean, like, that's yeah. really true ah. for a lot of folks. Um, and talking about procedural shit is kind of, kind of fucked up. Wow! Um, I, I feel like we at least owe it to this, to this person and to the complexity of this issue, perhaps, to, to be willing to take a step back and check- This chick is literally crying at the podium. Like, I'm sorry, this is, this is a procedural meeting. Calm yourself down. I generally want and start to talking without quivering, all right? You know? so, like, like your whole worldview like, was just you know, like, was just dashed because a woman of color had a different opinion than you, and now your whole worldview is dashed. How dare you gender that person? I, I guess it could have been identified as a man or something. I don't know. Thank you. No. A point of privilege, please. Check that. Here's a funny thing. If you watch the whole video, they come up and they give their pronouns since this before they start talking. Primarily, uh, um, a fact, it's pretty, it's like, uh, uh, it's like, hi, I'm Rob. 
I use the he pronouns. Like, thank you, Rob. I really needed, <laughs> I really needed that. Stunning and honestly, brave. like I don't Stunning have an issue with the pronoun thing. Like, if people want to be called, you know, he, she, they, them, what, like, cool. Like, I'm not gonna be an asshole. Like, see, so here's the thing. Here's the thing about it, though. It starts with, hey, don't be an asshole. Just call me she. The next thing you know, she is trying to make you wax your balls. And you kind of have to do it because you've okay, already given the wax into the, the idea ball that she's thing a woman. was so different though, because like that guy is—I don't know—like he—he's a troll or some shit. I don't know. There was a whole backstory there, like that's not oh, like a trans agenda kind of thing. There is a whole thing to that, but that's the thing about it. You—you you can say that, sure, but at the same time, if you—if 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 you honestly give in to the idea that this dude is in fact a woman then he has a point here to make but the thing is he's not he's still got male parts and forcing women to wax that is uh kind of fucked up so well the forcing is if he just went in and said hey you know i'm trans i still i you know i'm pre-op or haven't had the surgery or don't plan on getting surgery whatever but i identify as female and they were okay with it that'd be fine or if they had turned him away and he hadn't wanted to use state force that would be fine like there would be no issue there it's just about business choice just like with bake the cake this is just the new bake the cake like it's all about business choice and oh yeah it's right to association all that yeah. All right, let's uh, let's try to get through this because we still have other topics to get through in this. <laughs> Men, folks, thank you. Can I do a point of privilege? No. Yes, if you check it, uh, sit down. I respect the courage um, the comrade had when they spoke about the trauma. I would like to ask people to please use trigger warnings. Thank you. Um, All right, I'm going to skip ahead some because this is just too much. When I was in line a few minutes ago. Uh, the front of the line was very white heavy, um, and then there was an attempt to make like two women of color leave the line because they were after too many white people in this socialist meeting. If you are uh, from a, a class or an identity uh, that Jessica Yanov is on stage. Staff, and you are coming up to the aisle, and there are more than six people. Please come directly. If you're you white, sit down. Did she just uh, actually use the words progressive uh, stack? I think it's just like a classification of how they do their speaking line. Right, but she was just like, Here, if you I... fall, like, oh my, ugh. Oh, yeah. Like, you get, you get intersectionality points. <laughs> let's get there. We really need to get on a different topic. Uh, yes. Let's, let's um, get to guys, this. Guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. Thank uh, you. Just want to say, please keep the chatter to a minimum. I'm one of the people who's very, very prone. Oh, this is great. Check overload. out. There's a lot of whispering this, and chatter this going on. It's making it pink haired person in the bottom right corner. Please, just, keep an eye on this person. Ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum? It's affecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Oh, here they come. Here they come. Is there a speaker against name, chapter, pronoun? Point of personal privilege. Yes. Please do not use gendered language to address everyone. Oh, 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 God. Don't use a gendered language. Oh. <laughs> Can't even get the words out. It's like he just finished running a 20-mile marathon. He just can't get the words out. He probably, or it, probably <laughs> did make a sprint for the microphone. So it's like, I need, a virtue, like... I need the virtue signal before anybody else can get this out. Oh my god, don't use the gender. <laughs> the gender like, can you imagine how unhappy these people are? Like, you have shit to like that just gets you super triggered and like, you have to like run up and yell about it. Like, I can't even imagine, like, or anything else, like, normal people do, and not getting just completely outraged every single day. I don't know. Um, excuse me, calling them normal people, that's ableism or something? <laughs> Probably. I, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I mean, that's the funny thing about it. This dude gets up to say, hey, guys, um... All this chatter is making it very hard for me to concentrate. And immediately, once the word guys comes out of this mouth, this dude, his arms fly up 
He's going like this. He's waving around. He's like, this asshole just said the word guys. I Why got to say Guys isn't even man. gendered anymore. Like, it's just a general term to address people. Like, dude. It's like, dude. Like, you call everybody dude. I call my kids dude. Like, it's a colloquialism. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just silly. Uh, so silly. This is this is why I always say whenever there's a supposedly right wing terrorist attack that it's probably a false flag because anybody that takes these people seriously enough to start shooting has got to be some kind of plant or something because these people defeat themselves. For Christ's sake, they're a parody of themselves. This is Poe's law in action. <laughs> no, they really are, and, and that's that's the really funny thing about it. Because like, I don't. It, it'd be unwise to make the mistake to think that democratic socialism isn't on the rise. It is. There's a lot of democratic socialists out there. You know, they're, they're definitely I think getting political more and more extremism in itself is on the rise. Like. You have your right-wing extremists that are just, you know, that that's taking off a lot. DSA is taking off. Communism's making a comeback. Like, I don't know. It seems like any kind of extreme nowadays is just, it, it has a lot of people. Right. Yeah, but then you see these people in action at their own convention, in their own meetings, among their own people. And this is the kind of nonsense they spend literally the whole day on. Is this getting triggered because some weird dude says guys, and now we got to stop everything. Like, point of personal preference, <laughs> don't use gender language, <sighs> and then she right. fell over dead. Right, but the thing about it is, is like, I don't think any of these people themselves are getting triggered. I think that they are getting triggered on, you know, some person in their heads behalf it's like don't use gendered language our trans able fucking whatever in the audience might might be offended it's like okay well if you've got some trans person that's offended by your gendered language or non-binary or what the fuck ever they can come up and say hey this is this is uh i don't like this okay you don't have to get triggered on someone else's behalf all right, I'm going to say one last thing about this. I legitimately feel bad for this Asian chick that has to run this meeting. She, she just, she has the patience. Of she the, knew what of she signed saint. up for. I don't feel bad for <laughs> oh. her. <laughs> you know what? That's probably the way, the, the way to look at it. Um, so let's, let's move on to a different topic. So recently we had a couple tragedies and one down in Texas, one down in Ohio. But what, what, what I, every podcast out there is talking about the shootings themselves. What I want to talk about is Donald Trump's response to it and what he blames for these problems. Because Donald Trump took out a very old conservative uh, scapegoat and blamed the video games. The video, the video games. Not the video. The video games. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's. The reason that we have shootings in America is because of Call of Duty, it's because of Battlefield and Grand Theft Auto. These are the reasons shootings exist in America. And gosh darn it, we just got no other reasons. No just other reasons. Grand Theft Auto. That's oh it. no, there's there's other reasons. There's an Ohio lawmaker that also blamed the gays for. The <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a while since the gays have been blamed for something. It was about time. Yeah, I mean, there's, last there's time not... I heard they were responsible for Hurricane Harvey. They've been, of the off, they've been getting off too goddamn easy lately. Yes, it's good. It's time somebody <laughs> brought them back. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Although it wasn't uh, even Ohio lawmaker, yeah, that said that. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Like, there's so, a lot of insane religious people here. So let's let's just talk about that first and come and and kind of wheel our way back to Trump later. So there's a, a lawmaker in Ohio named Candace Keller, and she's a legislator in Middletown, about 30 miles from Denton, where the shooting took place. Uh, she got onto Facebook to 
blast liberals for playing the blame game, right? This is something that people like to do. Oh, you're playing the blame game, liberals. And then she goes on a rant right after that, laying the blame on a whole bunch of unrelated people. To right. screw you liberals for playing the blame game, I'm going to play the blame game. This is my turn. So I'm just going to read <clears throat> the entirety of her Facebook post. You guys can tell me whether this woman is actually mentally sane or not. So oh, she's we... a politician, so I'm going to say not. That's a probably good bet. So let's 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 get to this. And I quote: After every mass shooting, the liberals start the blame game. Why not place blame where it belongs? The breakdown of the traditional American family. Thank you, transgender, homosexual marriage, and drag queen advocates. Fatherlessness, a subject no one discusses or believes is relevant. The ignore. That is a point. That yeah. is, I'll give. She has one point. I'll give her that one. <laughs> I'd say uh, break down the traditional family. So, where, but that, where that, we, that, yeah, that kind of falls in the same category. Uh, the ignoring of violent video games. The relaxing of laws against criminals. Open borders. The exception. The acceptance of recreational marijuana. Now that's a point. Marijuana. That's what all these shooters have in common. They're all high on marijuana. The goddamn devil's lettuce. It's reefer madness all over again. That's exactly what it is. The failed school policies. Hello, parents who defend misbehaving students. Hatred of our veterans. Thank you, professional athletes who hate our flag and national anthem. Oh, it's calling. What does that have to do with anything? How do you draw that line? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like. Colin Kaepernick didn't stand for the flag, so that's why everyone's dying. Like, what? I really think she just got, like, a list of things that piss me off, and she's, like, (laughs) checking them as she goes down. Peter Griffin, like, what grinds my gears? Yeah, what grinds my gears? Yeah. What? Oh, my goodness. I'm not even, I'm not even done. Uh, what was that? Okay, the Dem Congress, many, many members who are openly anti-Semitic, again, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but apparently it's yeah. those damn liberals who are to blame for everything. <laughs> uh, the culture, which totally ignores the importance of God and the church until the elected president. State office holders with no interest whatsoever in learning about our Constitution and the Second Amendment. And snowflakes who can't accept the duly elected president. Did I forget anybody? The list is long and, f- and the fury will continue. Well, well, that's quite well, a list. She used right the magic there. word, snowflakes. <laughs> Libs are owned. He, yep. he, she just called them snowflakes. That's the end of the conversation right there. Yeah. Destroyed. Go home, left wing destroyed. Ben Shapiro, <laughs> you're out of a job. <laughs> so let's 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 go through this. What is the most absurd claim in this in this rant? There's quite a few. What is the most though? I'm gonna go with the uh, drag the queen profession- advocates. Yeah, I'm not seeing the connection there. Some that vague- was just. I mean, they've been having drag shows for like, like centuries. Like it's just it's a thing. Yeah, unless you're gonna like try and tie that into some like weird sexual liberation breakdown of the family existential crisis type of way, I don't see how. I mean, drag queens factor in or the anti-semitism thing it's like Jew, <laughs> jews had nothing to do with like either side of these shootings that we had this week so <laughs> it's just like oh again it, it's like jews in there somewhere yeah you gotta, gotta throw jewelry in there somewhere no, oh, those, those darn jews they have to be they, <laughs> they're not responsible they're the victims i mean it's just that they have to be there somewhere so they throw them in but i think it's the right. professional athlete angle that is the most absurd here because that literally has nothing to do with anything at all wasn't I'm not the seeing... dayton shooter the liberal one yeah yeah i believe so, so yes literally none of this would have to do with him shooting. Okay. Yeah. That like, makes was sense. he wearing a Kaepernick jersey? <laughs> that would yeah. be like the greatest twist of all. If he right. was wearing a cap jersey. Like, yeah. 
Oh no, Nathan, like, you're gone. Oh no. Uh, Nathan's gone. That sucks. Oh, is he coming back? I'm back. There he is. He's Hi. back. I don't know what just happened there. That was very, very strange. Your connection Caitlin's sucks. Caitlin's here, but she's not. Too much awesome for the bandwidth, I think. I, I think uh, Facebook is trying to throttle us. No, it's probably just shitty connection. She's there, but she's shit. not there. What? That upsets me what? a great deal. I, I, I um, see her. you hear me? I see her. See I hear it? her just fine. Oh. What? I yeah. can't see or hear her. That sucks weird for thing. you. Hey, Caitlin, yeah. try, try to, to, to exit out and come back again. Because oh, for whatever reason, I a black screen and I'm hearing nothing. So that's very disconcerting. Okay. That was weird. Sorry, everybody, for uh, technical difficulties. But yeah, I'm, right. I'm going to say it was, excuse me, damn. It was the blaming of people sitting, kneeling for the national anthem. That's what's responsible for these mass shootings. Hi, Caitlin. I'm back. We're back. All right, cool. Right. We both registered at the same time, and we came back at the same time. God wants us to finish this podcast. That's that's where I'm going to take away from this. All right, so we talked about uh, the crazy Ohio lady. Let's talk a little bit about Donald Trump, because he blamed video games for the shooting. Not as we video. all know, As we all know, there's not a single, there's not another country in the world that has video games. The United nope. States is literally the only one. No, and... okay, so there was some guy who went on Fox. He said that the reason Japan has no mass shootings is because Japan has no video games. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Right? I was like, <laughs> Japan what? is Japan is a video game. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been there? The, the place is literally digital. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Japan doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, Sony and Nintendo. They're, they're two of the biggest video game developers out there. They're both from Japan. So, and they make pretty violent video games. Well, not Nintendo. Nintendo's kind of kid-friendly, but Sony does, you know? So, yeah. As we all know, Japan doesn't have video games ever. They never have, and they never will. No one's ever heard of something like that. But, yeah. <laughs> That's why... I, America has a shit because we have violent video games. So, all you people out what, there who like know, to play video just games. It's so silly to me. Everyone, everyone's like trying to put the blame on like one single thing or two single things, maybe instead of like this, you know, huge nuanced problem. Like, it's, you know, it's fatherless homes, it's mental illness, but it's not just mental illness, or else you're demonizing like millions of people with mental illness. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I think it's alienation is one of the biggest issues behind it. Like people get alienated and they look for a place to belong, and then they find you know right wing or left wing you know groups or chats or wherever they're finding these people, and they find somewhere to belong. And political rhetoric, I mean, it's pretty divisive right now. It pushes people into this. And that's kind of where they get radicalized. So I think it's a it's a combination of so many different factors, and you can't pinpoint it on one thing. And you can't blame the gun, obviously. That's you know, bush league shit. But you can't also blame just mental illness because then you enable all these red flag laws that are going to come into place now because of this. Yeah, and that's the thing about it because because of uh, because of these shootings, Donald Trump was never the most let's say passionate second amendment advocate out there i would I, I would hazard to say that he was never really much of a second amendment advocate at all but of course you're going to have all these republican uh, trump cultists coming out there be like oh but hillary would have been worse yeah but we got trump 
all right? And he's been absolute shit on this issue. And you had nothing to say about it at all. You just carried his water for him and excused every bad decision he's ever made and every bad policy he's ever advocated for. And now he's advocating for another bad policy, which is these red flag laws. So for those of you who don't know, basically what happens with the, with the red flag laws, somebody says that somebody else is a danger to themselves or others. And they take this to a court and say, hey, that guy's dangerous. And then the court, without any requirement of evidence or a criminal background or anything at all, can then on their own say so, simply say, oh, yeah, you're right, and take their guns. Right. And that's, that's what a red flag law is, that a court can simply steal your property at a whim because somebody else says that they should. And these, this right. is the policy that Donald Trump has come out in defense of. Like, right. I get it. I understand the reasoning behind it. Like, you don't want a psychopath with a gun, like, obviously, but you have to think of these unintended consequences. Like, somebody in, I think it was Maryland when they instituted this law, he got shot to death. Right. Because he wouldn't give up his guns. And turns out, like, the, you know, reason behind the red flag law confiscation, like, it was bullshit. He was just, like, a regular guy. And it just, it enables so many of these really dangerous situations to happen where you have retaliatory confiscations are going to happen. You know, you piss off your neighbor, they're going to call the cops to come get your guns. Like it's, I, I don't like it. Right. It's, it's, there's going to be like Twitter gating only for, you know, red flag confiscation. They try to wrap it up in like only, only uh, uh, a family member or a intimate partner can do it. And, and, oh, you know, if you were falsely accused, you can always just go through the system and trust the system and you'll get your guns back in X number of months. And it's like, fuck you, first off. They're my guns. It's my Second Amendment right. You don't have any right to come in and preemptively take my shit. And, and two... What does what stops like uh, uh, you know just like uh, you see these like uh, annoying mommy blog groups on Facebook? What is to stop like uh, you know I have a bunch of guns. My wife belongs to one of these annoying mommy mo mommy blog groups, and she's just getting inundated. You know, just as an example, inundated with a bunch of like a mom. That would absolutely happen. Those mommy exactly. blogs are out of control. Exactly. Yeah, and it's you know it just gets hit with these you know all this propaganda, and then the next thing you know, it's just like oh well, you know we got to keep the children safe. So if your husband or your former intimate partner has guns, call up the police and get them confiscated so we can get. My these issue is like abusive relationships and abusive exes. Like if you have a gun to protect yourself, your abusive ex can come and have them confiscate it and say you're crazy or something, and then that clears the way for that ex to come back in your life and hurt you right that is like, that is anyone you want to target like you're good to go yeah exactly that's an even more likely scenario than fucking brigaded mommy blog groups yeah <laughs> you know, yeah it's like you know some some pissed off ex says yeah she's gonna commit suicide calling the swat team and two weeks is later she's based down in a river this is what the red flags law reminds me of. They remind me of those terrorist watch groups that try to keep people off of airplanes. Now, I I remember I remember these these haven't been in the news lately. But basically, what these were is if the FBI or CIA or whoever is watching somebody, then they put them on a watch group. You're on a terrorist watch list. And Congress is trying, and a lot of people in Congress are trying to say, oh, if you're on this list. You shouldn't be allowed to get on a plane or you shouldn't be allowed to own a gun or whatever the case may be. But the thing about these watch lists is they require no due process whatsoever. Anybody for any reason could be put on one of these lists. Without and if you, them knowing. Without them knowing. And even Congress people have been put on this list by mistake, you know. And, well, I mean, they probably deserve to be on there because they're all criminals anyway. But they've been put on there. Most people would Probably say that the would only be ones a deserve it. Yeah. But the thing about it is it requires no due process at all. So it essentially gives the government a blank check to take anyone's guns for whatever reason they want. 
you know, so that effects effectively makes the Second Amendment null and void anyway. So well, so yeah, I, I it sounds like common sense. Oh yeah, you're on a watch list. You shouldn't get on a plane or on a gun. Oh, uh, you're a danger to yourself or others. You should own a gun. It sounds like common sense, but when you really get down to it, it's not common sense at all because it just completely strips away due process and makes the Second Amendment just so many words that mean absolutely nothing. And this is why Second Amendment advocates are so opposed to these sorts of things, which is why America's most famous pirate coming out in favor of these red flag laws is such a disappointment. So for those of you who don't know, uh, what is this? I forget this guy's name. Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. Grand Crenshaw, America's most famous pirate for the fact that he lost an eye in some war on terror somewhere. And he came out and he had this to say. These disgusting mass shootings have been following a pattern ever since the Columbine. Sick and lonely men have decided this is how they want to vent their frustration. The solutions aren't obvious, even if we pretend they are. But, they, but we must try. Let's start with the TAPS Act. Maybe also implement some red flag laws or gun violence restraining orders. Stop them before they can hurt. I thought he just throws that in there like, maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do that. Like, that's a pretty heavy thing you're just throwing around there like, oh, perhaps. Oh, you know, let's just, like, let's just infringe on people's constitutional rights for a year or two and you know, see if it works. And if it doesn't, we'll put together a study group. And then in 10 years from now, maybe we'll see if it had an impact. Who knows? Right, right. Ignore no. all empirical data that suggests these things don't work, but it's fine. Let's operate on feels here. Yeah, red flag laws, the video games, the gays, especially, especially the gays. Yeah. They're the ones responsible for all and this. Colin fucking Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. That Colin bastard. Ka that asshole. I cannot believe <laughs> that guy. Someone should go punch him. I don't know how he gets blamed for everything. I know. Like, I'm not even a cat fan, but like, come on. Right, so just everything, those, it always comes back to him. Those Kaepernick jersey-wearing homos smoking the devil's <laughs> lettuce. That is the root of our problem. We get rid of them, everything is going to be solved. Peace Literally everything. Literally I everything. think we need more of them, but yeah. <laughs> it's the gays, it's the video games, the lack of red flag laws, the, trans the drag queens. Colin Kaepernick, well, all these things are responsible. I think it's an important thing to remember, like, when discussing, you know, two-way stuff. Like, we have to be empathetic to everyone's side. Like, we have to, at least to get our message across and be heard in the slightest, we have to not be, like, you know, the the really annoying two-way guys are, like, shall not be infringed. Like, yeah, we get it, bro. Like, you have to engage further in conversation, and you have to be empathetic, and you have to listen to people and understand where their concerns are so you can address it with empirical data you can still make an emotional argument while still being backed up by facts and a lot of people you know they, they take hyperbole you know to a next level when it comes to 2a stuff and i i think it's a good time for everyone to get back to being grounded on these discussions I don't know. I don't think anyone's getting grounded when it comes to politics anytime soon. Everyone wants yeah, to go off the handle. It is and unfortunate. Everything. The the thing that will help is the one thing nobody is willing to do. All right. Well, speaking speaking of disrespect to the flag causing mass shootings, we're gonna end on this story. And this it's kind it's a montana man by the name of kurt brockway has been accused of picking up a 13 year old boy at a county fair and body slamming him on the ground because he get this failed to remove his hat during the national anthem now see i think this kurt dude's in the right because that kid is now responsible for a mass shooting somewhere People are dying because of his failure to remove his hat. So bravo Jesus. to you, Mr. Kurt, for body slamming parents? that kid. How is this guy not dead? You pick up so, my 13-year-old and body slam him, you're, you're not going home. See, this is why we need the Second Amendment, so you could shoot that guy in the face. See, apparently what happened is his, his mother dropped him off at the fair. 
and like, all right, here's your cell phone. Call me when you want me to pick you up, whatever the case may be. It's Montana, so probably a small town environment. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. But yeah, the, apparently there was a national anthem being played somewhere. This kid, for whatever reason, failed to remove his hat, therefore causing mass shootings across the entire country. And Kurt was just trying to defend all those senseless victims from being shot by somebody who'd be inspired by this kid to kill people. That so, asshole. Good on you, Mr. What Kurt. even has to go through your head to be like, I'm going to pick up this kid and body slam him and put him in the hospital because he didn't take off his hat? Like, how big of a snowflake do you have to be? Right. It's oh, like, no, no. Right-wingers like, can't be snowflakes. No. Right. Just left-wingers can be snowflakes. God, it's so fucking stupid. And I, I bet that kid, you know, he probably like, oh, it's just, you know, some dumb millennial. Like, no, you're you're being not pretty Trump. ridiculous. 13 years old, not even a millennial. I know. But here's like, the thing you know, about it. The boomers think. Boomers think everyone younger than them's a millennial. Yeah, why are boomers like this? See, shit oh, like this is why people hate The two boomers. minutes hate is on. The two minutes hate is on. Oh, no? No? No. Oh, all right. Not no, I already ranted again. I ranted against boomers last week, so we're going uh, to save that uh, for another time. That's always uh, fun, But though. yeah, witnesses to this altercation, witnesses to this said that there was no altercation whatsoever. There was no verbal back and forth. This dude just literally went up to this kid picked him up and slammed him on the ground and fractured his skull. It's like not That's it. It's it's like not even not even an escalation. I mean, picking up a 13-year-old kid and body slamming him after an altercation is still extreme, but it's like it's like if that's if that's option 1, it's like kid without hat, anthem playing, Hulk smash. <laughs> Like, really, dude? Seriously? That was your go-to? That's, that immediately went to. I think he's a, he's a child. There was, like, there was maybe no... Maybe he didn't know. Or maybe he forgot he had a hat on. Maybe or maybe he wasn't paying attention. Minding his own damn business. Like, I, I don't know. That's, See, here's, that's here's the thing about it. I posted this story to our... I posted this story to our page. And immediately get bootlickers coming in. Well, I bet he learned a lesson. Take off your hat. Stop, <laughs> stop disrespecting the flag. I'm like, dude. Is that how okay, you teach children all, lessons? Putting them in the hospital? What the fuck? Boy. <laughs> Wait, that's he's not got, how you... He's got brain damage. He's not going to be learning any lessons for a while now. <laughs> Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. We... In, in Road to Liberty, we get shit all the time from right-wing bootlickers for the for the anti-Trump memes that we like to post. And thank you guys. I absolutely love the hate that you give us for that. It's always hilarious. But here's the thing about it. Everybody at Road to Liberty is a veteran. We've all been in the military. So don't come at me with this, oh, you're disrespecting the flag, you're disrespecting the troops, blah, 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 bullshit. It's a fucking flag. No, nobody should be attacked, no, much less a 13-year-old kid, over a flag. I don't care if this kid was dragging it through the mud, pulled down his pants, and took the shit on it. You still don't have the right to pick that kid up and slam his head on the ground. You're still the asshole in that situation. Anybody that just attacks the kid is an asshole. And you know what? I hope this kid gets it in the asshole while he's in prison. So <laughs> hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, but the thing about it, the thing about it that's really annoying is that the judge just let this guy go without bond. He didn't even what? make him pay bond. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, you're a trustworthy member of society. We'll just let you out. And the thing about this is this guy has a history of unhinged lunacy already. He apparently back in 2010, he tried to rob a couple at gunpoint he pleaded guilty to that and he's they still let him out without bond did the judges like pick up his docket and be like uh oh oh the kid he didn't take his hat off america you're free to go sir <laughs> he, he probably had too many people to prosecute for weed charges that he had he had to get to those so he had to let this dude that slammed the kid on the floor he had to let him go so that's that's annoying <sighs> That's, that's, 
I don't know. We're we're all parents here. We all have kids. If some asshole picked up my kid and slammed it on the ground, he's dying. Or he's coming pretty damn close to dying. That shit don't fly. You're not going to pick my kid up and slam on the ground. I don't care how disrespectful he's being. You know? Ew. My kid's being an asshole. Come tell me. I'll, I'll, I'll fix it. He won't be an asshole anymore. But you pick him up and slam on the ground, you're going on the ground. I'm sorry. Fucking boomers, man. Why are they like this? The only one that body slammed my kids is me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually. I'm it's, not advocating body like, slamming your kid. I am. Anyone who knows me, like I'm, I'm pretty small person. Like I'm like five foot one. But like you fuck with my kids, I go like super Hulk smash, and I can do some fucking damage. <laughs> oh, that mom strength is something yeah, that you yeah, do not understand. Yeah, you get like superhuman strength. Get that mama bear rage going on. I mean, my my wife is not a big person. She really is not. She's she's not she's not strong. But my goodness, when she gets angry, I'm like, um, you take care of this, babe. <laughs> I'm just gonna stand over here and hope I don't get hit in the crossfire. <laughs> I mean, that mama strength is real. It's 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 real. You don't mess with it. And for anybody out there who's saying this kid deserves it because he disrespected my skycloth, this skycloth demands sacrifice. Anyone who says that is <laughs> an idiot. I'm sorry. I don't care how much you love your country. I don't care how much you love the flag. You don't get to freaking slam a kid on the ground because he didn't take his hat off. Sorry, you're the bad guy here. Nothing. You can't change my mind. So I'm not even, even going to ask you to. Right, and just as an aside before we call it a night here, I want to see somebody, any any of these people that are defending this asshole, body slamming this guy, go to a military base, and about 5 o'clock when they call retreat, when they lower the flag and any soldier that's outside is supposed to turn towards the flag and salute it, watch how many soldiers, men and women in uniform, run at speeds that you didn't think a human being was capable of into a building so they don't have to stand outside saluting the flag for 45 seconds while retreat is playing. And Guilty. please... Yeah, me too. Please! <laughs> please try and body slam any one of them for disrespecting the flag. Oh, I don't think there's a service member alive who hasn't done that. No. Like, you look at Ola... A minute to retreat. Run! Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, you know, I, I, I love America. I respect the flag, but I got shit to do. <laughs> Especially if you're overseas and they play the host country's national anthem, too. So you're out there for twice as long with your arm up saluting. It's like, ain't nobody got time for that. I don't want to no. be here. No. All right, I think I think it's time we wrap this up, but we've taken enough of Caitlin's time just rambling on in our drunken incoherentness. So uh, before before we leave, Caitlin, why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast and how people can listen to it? All right, well, I host the Think Liberty podcast on the Think Liberty podcast network. We have, I think, five shows at the moment. Um, we have the Think Liberty podcast, Coffee Shop Philosophy, um, Amagi and political circus and liberty bites that's the other one um but yeah there's there's you know something for everyone uh i just changed the format for think liberty podcast a little bit so we're doing a lot of interviews now and kind of current events mixed in with that so i think our latest episode was brandon finney and charles schaefer so that one should have come out today we yeah should, that's we had, yeah go ahead sorry oh no you you go ahead yeah, we had Brandon Finney, I think, right after you guys did. The yeah. He went straight from Think Liberty to Roads to Liberty. So yeah. I think we were talking about different topics, though. Uh, yeah, you guys talked about the uh, Secular Caucus, and we talked about his city council run and state rep run and kind of just how the LP and so definitely different topics, but... But yeah, that's that's about it. But yeah, you can find us on, you know, iTunes, Sprecher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to podcasts. So yeah, you should you should do that. Absolutely. Go just go subscribe to to Think Liberty, go like their Facebook page. It's way bigger than ours. 
So we had a head start, <laughs> You did, but you're also associated with being libertarian. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, yeah, we do. We've been up for we like we've been you. up for a few years. We've been up for a few years, but uh, Mike and Ben, who ran this podcast before you know, me and Hobbs came on, kind of didn't do anything with the Facebook page. So the dank memes are all my doing. So you're welcome, everybody nice. that enjoys those. Um, I have noticed you guys have taken off quite a bit lately. It's very we good. We have. For some reason, Facebook's been throttling up the hell out of us for the last week. Don't understand. Yeah, algorithm changes. Too much. Yeah, freaking so. algorithm. Well, anyway, make sure you guys uh, go listen to the Think Liberty podcast. Always fun time. There's great podcast very professional unlike us who like to get drunk and ramble on for hours and hours on end um so <laughs> so thank you for coming on remember everybody uh well caitlin mentioned it, the the better know a caucus series we just interviewed andy craig of the libertarian pragmatist caucus that was a lot of fun that episode is now live on all our all our platforms next week we interview a member of the radical caucus which will wrap up our better know a caucus series so let's say we, we have done the Mises Caucus, the Republican Liberty Caucus, Secular Caucus, Pragmatists, and Radicals. If you guys have any other caucuses that you want us to talk to, let us know, because as of right now, the Radical Caucus are the last ones we're planning on. The Psychedelic Caucus. There's a Psychedelic Caucus? Yes, and there is a Magic the Gathering Caucus, too. Yeah, that sounds lame. Well, I want to do this, the Psychedelic <laughs> Caucus, though. That sounds like fun. Do we have to be on psychedelics to be a member of the psychedelic caucus? I imagine you no. do. No, you don't. Nobody They're very knows. welcoming. Desiree Lindsay heads it up. She's she's wonderful. Awesome. All right. So maybe maybe we'll hit them up. But anyway, remember guys, the website is Rhodes the number two liberty.com. Rhodes the number two liberty.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Minds. What else? You we're on YouTube and we're on almost all the major podcasting platforms, except for Spotify, because Spotify wants to be difficult and I can't figure it out. But if you can figure it out, let me know and we'll get on Spotify. Um, thank you, Caitlin, for coming on again. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate for you for having up. me. Yes, of course. We loved having you on. And if you guys uh, like the show, remember to subscribe to us. And remember, everybody, stay sane. Because you know the world will not do it for you. Have a good night, everyone.